everybody, and welcome to Frosty Thoughts, the podcast where I look at whatever movies or shows that I feel like and give you my honest opinions and critiques. This week, I watched Disney's Artemis Fowl. Now, I will say that I did read the books that the movie is based on when I was younger and really enjoyed them. So if this is your favorite movie and you're looking for a reason to prove that I'm wrong, well, there you go. But as always, I'll do my best to keep my personal opinions personal and look at this just as a movie and nothing more. The movie stars Ferdea Shaw, Laurel McDonald, Judy Dench, Josh Gad, and was directed by Kenneth Bronagh. Sorry if I butchered that, I'm not good at pronouncing names. So the basic premise of the film is that a kid named Artemis Fowl Jr., his father is kidnapped, and the kidnapper demand demands that Artemis gives him this MacGuffin-type artifact called the Aculus, which is just the word Oculus with one letter change. Realizing that he'll need help to free his father, Artemis looks to the world of fairies and woodland creatures that apparently live in the center of the earth for aid. When trying to find something that I liked, or thought was even just slightly clever, I found only two things. The first being a somewhat neat effect, where they made it look like the landscape was rippling and becoming particles at the same time. That was kinda neat, you know, fun little eye candy for the three seconds it was on screen. The only other thing that I liked wasn't even because it was a neat effect or a good line. It's when Josh Gad unhinges his jaw with appalling CGI, smiles at the camera, and proceeds to eat dirt, which he then spews out of his ass. Oh god, those words that just came out of my mouth. I quote-unquote like this because it completely came out of left field. And I'd also love to see a small child's reaction to it, because it would it could be some fairly good nightmare fuel. Now we get to the parts that I didn't like, which is, well, everything else. Think of every cliché used in film, and not the good ones, because there can't be fun clichés, only the bad ones. Now imagine that a five-year-old child is handed a list of these clichés, the bare-bones premise of the RFL Artemis Fowl book series, and a $125 million budget. That's how Artemis Fowl was made. Within the first 30 minutes, I was lip-syncing with the film because it was incredibly easy to predict every single line. The characters had no time given to them whatsoever, not that I would have cared even if they were because the acting was so dreadful. The effects ranged from serviceable to awful, the story was incomprehensible and lacked focus, and the pacing was just non-existent. There was also this line that had no place whatsoever in the film, and it just really got to me. So near the last couple minutes of the film, Artemis is narrating, and during his narration he says, I am a criminal mastermind. Even if you do establish a character as a criminal mastermind, don't, on any account, actually have them say it. That's like if in Star Wars, Luke Skywalker turned to the camera and said, I long for adventure and freedom and moving on with my life. It's, yeah, you, we should already be able to tell that about a character. 
if you have to tell us, if the character has to physically tell us, you have not established that character or whatever trait that you were trying to get across. Secondly, not once throughout this film is it set up that Artemis is a criminal mastermind or even that smart of a character. He's never shown to be doing anything above slightly intelligent. He screams a lot. I guess that counts for something. But he's just never shown to be doing outwitting or outthinking anyone. To show an intelligent character, you have to show them doing intelligent things, such as looking at a problem that would require a high, higher level of thinking to solve it or looking at it in a different way. Or being able to think ahead the minds and plans of other people. This movie never does that because we never see or hear Artemis's thinking process or see him outwit someone else in any way. I mean, two films that I think do a really good job of showing kind of two portrayals of intelligence in a character is the Sherlock Holmes movie starring Robert Downey Jr. and The Dark Knight with the Joker being the character I'm talking about. In the Sherlock Holmes film, we actually get a look in a Sherlock's mind. We see kind of how he breaks things down, how he's able to process things on a much faster level. In The Dark Knight, we see the Joker constantly outwitting people, constantly being five steps ahead of everyone else, even when they think that they have the advantage. That is how you show intelligence in a film. Another reason for the such poor the <laughs> poor portrayal of this could also just be that everyone in this film is in an absolute buffoon and responds to a situation the same way that child would Ugh. normally when i'm disappointed by a film it's bittersweet for me to rip into uh, a movie that clearly had effort and heart put into it just maybe not the right places but I feel nothing but utter joy tearing into this waste of 115 minutes. If I just want one thing to be taken from this review, it's this. This movie is the equivalent of the toys they sell at pharmacies, in the sense that it's cheap, works in no way, and it's clearly just a big company's idea of what people are looking for, not what they actually want. One last thing before I kind of give my final say. If you've seen the first trailer, I think it was more of a teaser trailer, um, it had the lady in white. Uh, she kind of like flew up and all her clothes kind of like fluttered about her. If you've seen that, there's maybe two shots of that trailer that appear, meaning that they shot footage because the interesting thing is I remember the books and that scene that they shot, I remember that was actually in the books. Meaning, they shot something to be more accurate to the books and didn't include it. When I was watching this, I was watching it with my family. My little sister actually made the really good observation that they most likely did that just to kind of entice the people who read the books and thought, oh, that looks like the book, I better go check it out. So now you have two types of people who were disappointed the fans of the books and people who just wanted to watch a good movie because this is anything but that 
So, all that being said, I give Artemis Fowl a 2 out of 10. Why not a 1? I have been here for a good 8 minutes kind of going on about how much I hate this film. Well, for one, nostalgia can be a tempting mistress, and I think she got a hold of me a bit here because I look very fondly back on the books, and it was disappointing to see this be those uh, books' film adaptation. Also, the Josh Gad... <laughs> Sorry. Also, the Josh Gad dirt spewing ass scene is at least memorable, because I can guarantee that that image has now forever burned itself into my memory. Those are the Frosty Thoughts, and as always, thanks for listening.